Hi, this is Anna. And this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the Chai drama on Vicky Rukatan called May December Couple. I saw this one on Vicky Rukatan, I was like, this is not really my thing, but you know what? I'm going to give it a try. And I was pleasantly surprised. Anna really doesn't do J drama because I am not into very obvious kinds of humor, and J drama is full of obvious slapstick humor typically, and also the women depicted in J drama just really typically are not my thing. No offense to the characterizations, just not my thing. I mean, I like Turiel from The Hobbit, and the J drama females are typically not that way. But I decided, you know what, I'm going to give this one a try because it looks interesting. It is about a couple who decided to get married. The guy is 44 years old. The girl is 24 years old. I'm going, this is kind of a strange situation. But you know what, let's give it a try. And I was pleasantly surprised. Now, I do want to put a huge caveat here that this is not a show for the kitties. This is a show for the adults. And if you are so compelled, you can skip certain parts. But... It is about a young woman who is rather not good at picking out people to date. However, her dad ends up having a freak health incident and he says, you know what, I would like you to go on a blind date, if you're okay with it, with this guy that I know. And she's like, um, I'm not sure about this. And he says, well, you know, you're 24 years old and I would feel better knowing if you were with someone who was somewhat dependable and you don't really have a good taste in people in general and you know he's not being bad and she's not taking it bad either she's like you know I really didn't maybe pick the best when I brought back the green-haired guy with a bunch of piercings to meet my dad that probably wasn't the best of decisions on her part but anyway she agrees to meet this guy who is a 44 year old divorcee now I will say I'm sitting there going if I saw them as a couple on the street, I really wouldn't think they were 20 years age different. But anyway, they decide to date. They go out on three dates. Also, apparently this is kind of an arranged marriage deal because if the dates go well, then she will marry this guy. The thing I found interesting about this whole series is instead of the guy being the one that wants to marry the girl... It is actually the reverse, and for very interesting reasons, I think. Because the girl, she's not what we would call back where I come from, the sharpest tool in the shed. But she's like, you know what? This guy can cook. He's a nice person. He also does not lose it at waiters that spill coffee, but actually asks if they've been burned. And she's like, you know, this is someone who is rather considerate, and I like that about them. So she ends up going on three dates with this person. At the end of the third date, the guy says, you know what, I went on these dates with you because I did not want to offend your father, but we are 20 years age different, and I think that is too much, and it's not fair to you because you could be with someone who's closer to your age, and that would be better for you overall, probably. And she's like, no, I would like to consider marrying you. And he's like, oh, um, okay. And so... He's kind of sitting there a little shocked and surprised. And he's like, you know, I wasn't really planning on this. I was planning on saying, you know, you're a nice girl. Go marry someone your own age. But anyway, they agree to get married. Now, the marriage arrangement is very 
interesting to other. I'm like, you know, it kind of reminds me of my last podcast or the one before where I said, you know, there are walls and I can't really help I'm Anglican Jewish, but I am. And yeah, there are walls when it comes to dating. But anyway, she's a super nice girl, but she actually pulls out this marriage kind of going, maybe this is a Japanese society thing that Anna is not aware of because I do teach a lot of English to Japanese students, but I'm still learning about the culture, and I'm going, maybe this is something I just haven't heard about yet. But anyway, she pulls out a marriage contract that basically has her name signed on dotted lines, and she says, and these are my stipulations. And she actually pulls out a list of stipulations. She said, and you know, most of these stipulations are negotiable. I'm willing to you know, consider other things. But she said, we will marry in three months, if you think this is a good idea. And we are not going to be doing things that, you know, happily married couples do when we're not married. And if that's a problem, then this is not going to be a marriage. And so that's her one stipulation. She does marry the guy. They start their lives together, and that's kind of how the first episode ends. Now, there is some sexual innuendos in this first episode. I did not think it was terribly, uh, you know, I'm not sure where I'm going. It's not really, it's just something I wouldn't watch with small children because I wouldn't want to have to explain certain things to them. But if you see My Name is Han, it really doesn't get any more um, discussive than Han on his wedding. So anyway, I'm just saying that's a hilarious scene, but yeah. So anyway, I would give this show overall, so far I've seen episode one and episode two. I like that they're short episodes because I have trouble concentrating. I actually just read a fascinating essay on how Google is making us stupid, which I almost couldn't finish because it was way too long and it kind of proved the whole point of the author. But anyway, the whole point is, is Anna has trouble concentrating to watch a full-length movie, like a two-hour-long movie. I have to really sit down and go, is this worth my time or should I just go binge-watch certain scenes of my favorite dramas? I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. So anyway, but I'm like, these are 24-minute episodes. The English subs, I'm a little doubtful on the accuracy of, to be quite honest. I'm not certain, because there's a couple parts I'm going, this could be accurate, but this could be dead wrong. It doesn't really fit the context of the scene. So anyway, that's kind of a heads up there. I would give it probably an 8 out of 10. I'm also not really a huge fan of like... I forgot to turn off notifications again. Okay. I'm not really a huge fan of huge age gaps, like 20 year age gaps. I haven't really seen be highly successful in real life. I'm not saying that they can't be, and I'm not saying that, uh, shoot, um, that people can't be happy in a 20 year age gap relationship. I'm just saying in Anna's limited experience, I haven't seen a high rate of success on that front for people. But I did like in this series, it's not really about, it's actually the reverse of most 20 age gap relationship type shows, where typically in a 20 age gap relationship, the guy is marrying the girl because she's 20 years old, younger, extremely attractive, etc. Now, I'm not saying that the show, the guy, I'm sure marries her because she's super cute, totally. But he also marries her because he likes that she makes him laugh. She's kind of 
quixotic. She's willing to be like that previous podcast I did recently on what's my type. They're curious about things. And that's what he likes about her because he enjoys that side, that little bit of looking at the world with your head tilted and going, huh, isn't this interesting? And I really think in a way that in this storyline, the guy character, Haru, Haru, I think is his name, decided to marry this girl because he really liked that she was funny, even when she wasn't trying to be, because she's kind of, um, she says things and puts her foot in her mouth sometimes, and it's kind of funny. But anyway, but also because, I'm sorry, peeps, I gotta figure out how to shut that off one of these days. Okay, but she's also so excited about life. I think that is kind of what makes her a neat character. And she's very open-hearted with people. Whereas most people would sit there and go, I don't mean it weird, but once people, you know, have life happen, oftentimes they're like, you know, I've had a bunch of stuff happen that made it difficult, so I'm not going to be as open-hearted with people. She's not that way. And I think that's what he finds attractive about her, even more than her looks, than her features, etc. It's that kind of nature in her. And I think it's interesting how that plays out. But that is my review of, what's it called? Um, I'm sorry, my brain's freezing today. I'm sure it will come back to me one of these moments, but it is called May-December Couple. It's on Vicky Rukaton. The whole season, our series is available. You don't have to wait for the episodes. And it is I believe with free, you can watch it. Now, I pay for premium because I'm not going to set through advertisements and deal with that. So I just pay for my premium membership and I figure I'm supporting a good cause, except I hate how they rate BL drama. But that's a whole nother thing. And you can listen to my podcast from last season on that if you'd like. But anyway, I would give this an absolute eight overall because I think it's a very interesting look at relationships and age gaps in a way that is different than most episodes or series of TV shows portray them. And with that, on and out. Check it at the round table. Bye!